Welcome to Shift the Atmosphere. I'm your host, Philip Ringer. I am so excited for what the Lord is going to do this year. The Lord told me that this is a year that is going to be without limitations. But let me go a little deeper. This is a year for those who seek the Lord, for those who seek His face, there is going to be absolutely no limit for what God can do to you. It is going to be supernatural. And that connects to John 3.34, which says that the spirit without limit is on the inside of you. Think about that. There are absolutely no limits in God, which means nothing is impossible. So I want you to dream big in 2023 because 2023 is going to shock you. And the Bible is full of people that understood the times, took advantage of those times, and they are the true Bible heroes that we still speak about today. I want to encourage you to shift the atmosphere wherever you go. Everywhere you go, perfect love casts out fear. 1 John 4.18 says that perfect love casts out fear. So it doesn't matter where you go, Jesus walks into the room. And when Jesus walks into the room, perfect love walks into the room. So get ready for miracles. Get ready for breakthrough. Get ready for God to use you in ways that you've never been used before. He is going to use the ones that are the most unlikely, the ones that many would say, I can't be used by God. But it is those people that God is going to use in a mighty way. And today, we are going to jump into a story that is full of some very unlikely people. And it's Exodus chapter 1. And before we get to those unlikely heroes, those unlikely people that God used in a mighty way, actually, he used them in a way to save an entire generation. And let me pause there. God is going to use you for this generation. This is a generation. I am speaking this. I am prophesying this, that this is a generation that is going to seek God's face. This is a generation that is going to be full of ministries that are not about themselves, not about building their fan base, not about what I can get and what I can do, but it is going to be a faceless generation. A generation that doesn't care if their face is on the front papers or not, because the only face that really matters is Jesus. I am believing for days when we have stadium gatherings and you don't even know who is there, because you know that the only person that should be there, the only one that we come to worship is Jesus Christ and we come together in a stadium 
not because we want to hear something that man has to say, but because we are there for Jesus. Come on, I can feel the Holy Spirit. I can feel him moving and breathing through this podcast right now. We are going to jump into the Word of God, and it is going to be supernatural. So open up with me, Exodus chapter 1. I'm going to start from verse 6. In time, Joseph and all his brothers died, ending that entire generation. But their descendants, the Israelites, had many children and grandchildren. In fact, they multiplied so greatly that they became extremely powerful and filled the land. Eventually, a new king came to power in Egypt, who knew nothing about Joseph or what he had done. Now, I want to break down some things right there. Joseph was a mighty man of God. And because of Joseph, Joseph saved the Egyptians. There was a famine. The famine went across the entire world. But in Egypt, there was plenty because God gave wisdom to Joseph. I believe that we are coming into days right now where catastrophe is going to be outside. Tons of chaos is going to be everywhere. But there will be those just like Joseph who will have wisdom from God. So what I want you to receive right now is wisdom from God. This is going to be a year full of wisdom, full of power, full of revelation. So just get ready because 2023 is going to be so powerful. So Joseph caught the wisdom of the father. And because he caught that wisdom, he was able to save his entire generation and also the generation of the Egyptians. But it says right here, verse 8, eventually a new king came to power in Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph or what he had done. Can I tell you that that is what is trying to happen in the United States? You could say that new kings or you could say politicians are coming into power and they want nothing to do with the word of God. In fact, they really want to destroy the word of God and the foundations that this country was built on. And here, really what you have is a prophetic picture of what is happening in the United States right now. A new king comes into power that knows nothing about the previous revivals, knows nothing about the miracles that have happened all over the United States, knows nothing about the power of the Holy Spirit and how Holy Spirit comes. And when he comes, entire generations are changed. Entire cities are changed. When I think about generations being changed, I think about Charles Finney. I think about how when he came into a city and when he had his crusade, that crime 
crime stopped, that the jails, all the people were released because the power of God was so powerful. Drinking stopped. So you have an entire generation that has been impacted. And many people don't know this, but one of the reasons why Evangelist Finney had a powerful ministry was because he had someone who was powerful in prayer that went before him. And that was Daniel Nash. Many people know him as Father Nash. Father Nash would come into the city about three months before, lay on his face and fast and pray and seek the Lord. And let me tell you something. I have met people that carry that anointing, that they feel that it's time to pray. They feel that it's time to fast. They feel that it's time to lay on my face before God. And I am going to lay on my face until I get the breakthrough. And that is exactly what Daniel Nash did. He laid on his face, sometimes months, praying 24-7 every single day until he was taught the stronghold over the city. And then he would, through the word of God, bring down that stronghold. And finally, he would call Finney and he would say, hey, everything's ready. Because in the spirit, everything was done. And when in the spirit, everything is taken care of, the natural happens so much easier. You see, it's not a war against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And that is what is happening in the United States right now. New kings may have come to power, but the power of God is stronger than any power of any president or any king or any politician. The cross is the final word. But coming back to this story in Exodus 1, you have this new king that has come to power that has forgotten about the power of God and what Joseph did. But God had a plan. Verse 9, he said to his people, look, the people of Israel now outnumber us and are stronger than we are. We must make a plan to keep them from growing even more. If we don't, and if war breaks out, they will join our armies and fight against us. Then they will escape from the country. So the Egyptians made the Israelites their slaves. They appointed brutal slave drivers over them, hoping to wear them down with crushing labor. They forced them to build the cities of Pitham and Ramesses as supply centers for the king. I love this part. But the more the Egyptians oppressed them, the more the Israelites multiplied and spread, and the more alarmed the Egyptians became. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter if a new king or a president oppresses the gospel and fights for evil, but doesn't fight for the gospel. Let me tell you something. The more they oppress, the more we grow. 
the stronger we become in the spirit, the stronger our churches become, the more evangelism goes on the streets because you can shut down a church, but you cannot shut down the body of Christ. Because if you shut down the buildings, we're going to the streets. Because that is really where the church was born. When you think about the book of Acts, they weren't doing altar calls in churches. They were doing altar calls in the streets. Miracles were not only happening in the churches, miracles were happening in the streets. They were literally shifting the atmosphere. And here is the key. Here is what I want you to hear with all of your might, with everything that is on the inside of you. The more the oppression comes, the more we multiply. You see, what happened with the Israelites in Exodus chapter 1 is exactly what is happening today. They were oppressed and they multiplied. We get oppressed and we multiply because you cannot shut down the church. It'll be a cold day in hell before the church shuts down. And God is speaking to us and God is directing us and he's teaching us to be atmosphere shifters. Now, something that is so powerful that in this chaos, God had a plan. So you think that, oh, the devil, he really, really got the better hand in this. We don't know what to do. Do you think God is in heaven saying, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do because of what the devil is doing? He shut down the church. Oh my gosh. No. God is like, you don't know what I got in my hand. You have no idea how shocked you are going to be because you messed with the body of Christ. This is what's happening. And this is exactly what happened in Egypt. Because the enemy started messing with God's people. But the more he messed with God's people, the more they multiplied. The more stronger they became. Let's continue. Because this story just gets better. Verse 13. Now in verse 13, the devil is going to try something new. But even when the devil tries new tricks, God's got some tricks up his sleeve that the devil cannot handle. And he's doing the same thing today. Verse 13. So the Egyptians worked the people of Israel without mercy. They made their lives bitter, forcing them to mix mortar and make bricks and do all the work of the fields. They were ruthless in all their demands. Then Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, gave this order to the Hebrew midwives, Sifra and Pua, when you help, the Hebrew women as they give birth. Watch as they deliver. If the baby is a boy, kill him. If it is a girl, let her live. 
So what he is saying is, whatever you do, when you help the Hebrew women give birth, you're the midwives, this is what you do. But when you help them give birth, kill the boys. You see, it's the spirit of abortion. Kill them. This Pharaoh was trying to take out the next generation. But these Hebrew midwives would not bow. There is a generation that is so powerful and so anointed that they will not bow. And I know that right now I am speaking to that generation. This is a generation that will not bow. This is a generation that will say, turn up the fire even higher because it doesn't matter. We are not bowing. And these Hebrew midwives, this is what they did. They said, we will not bow. We will not take out the next generation. We will not support abortion. I can feel it in my spirit that this generation that we are living in right now, they will not bow. They will not agree with the LGBTQ community. They will not allow them to take our children. Now, I minister to that community all the time. But let me tell you something. I pour the love of God on them. And when I preach to them, I am very clear that God loves you, but he does not love your lifestyle. This is not a time that you can live the way you want and get away with it. And that is part of the message that some churches are preaching. They're saying, ah, you know, God loves you. Come as you are. Yeah, come as you are, but do not stay the way you are. I'm prophesying and I'm telling you right now that this is a generation that will not bow. And just like those midwives, we are going to say enough is enough. You're not taking out the next generation. Verse 17, but because the midwives feared God, you fear God. I am talking to people right now. There is a fear of the Lord, a reverence of the Lord rising in this nation that is going to be so powerful. But because the midwives feared God, they refused to obey the king's orders. They allowed the boys to live too. So the king of Egypt called the midwives. Why have you done this? He demanded. Why have you allowed the boys to live? Verse 19. The Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women. The midwives replied. They are more vigorous and have their babies so quickly that we cannot get there in time. So God was good to the midwives. And the Israelites continued to multiply, growing more and more powerful. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families of their own. Here is the point that I want you to get. When you serve God, God 
will serve your family. Apparently, according to the scripture, these midwives did not have children. They did not have families. But because they feared God, God took care of their family. And I want to speak that over you today. When you make the decision, despite the oppression, despite what media says, despite what is going on in any country of the world, when you make the decision to follow Christ, even when all the situations say to do the opposite, God will bless you. And because you do that, the prodigals are coming home. There are people who are listening to this right now, and you've been praying for your prodigal to come back home. For the people who have been far away from God in your family, maybe it's a son, a daughter, to come back home. I'm telling you that this is the year that the prodigals are coming home because they don't know it, but they are going to be shocked with the light of God. And even when they're doing evil, blatant evil, the light is going to shock the darkness and the prodigals will come home. In fact, that's what we're about to do in New York. We're going to New York and we're going to be there and it is going to be powerful and we're going to do worship on Times Square and worship near gentlemen's clubs, strip clubs. I'm telling you, there are prodigals that go in there, people that know of God, but really don't know God. And we're going to be standing outside and releasing a sound of praise over that place, breaking strongholds, going to parks, going to malls, in the metro, everywhere. We are going to be shifting the atmosphere because there are prodigals that are running away from God. And it's time for the light to shock the darkness. This is who me and you are. You see, we are like those midwives. When you make a decision not to bow, God is going to take care of your family. And when God takes care of your family, everyone is going to say, look what the Lord has done. Everyone who despised you, who laughed at you, will say, wow, what happened to you? How did this happen? And that's when you will be able to open your mouth and you will be able to tell what God did for you. Because you make a decision, just like those midwives, not to bow. This is a generation that will not bow but they will seek the face of the God of Jacob. Man, I can feel the presence of God. I can feel the anointing. And I am learning so much just from this podcast. I can feel the presence of God. So I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you for everyone who is listening right now. I thank you that you shock them with your goodness. I thank you that you pour your love into them. I thank you that they realize who they are in you. 
I thank you that they are atmosphere shifters. And so every single time they walk into their home, the atmosphere shifts. Every single time they walk into the workplace, the atmosphere shifts. I thank you that you are about to break out in miracles like no one has seen before. And everyone will say, look what the Lord has done. This has been so good today. I want to invite you to be a part of what we are doing. If this has blessed you today and you want to sow a seed into what God is doing all over the United States, because last year we saw 817 people give their lives to the Lord. These are the people that are so far from God you can feel the fire of hell through their mouths. We're talking about transgenders, voodoo priests, Satanists, the people that the church is not going after. Philip Renner Ministries has made the decision to go after, and you can go after them with us by becoming a partner, by your one-time gift or a monthly gift. Become a partner with our ministry. Just go to philiprenner.com and you can become a partner with what God is doing all over the United States. You can go with us to New York. Also, you can go to my website and you can order a fasted life, which is about fasting. I believe it will strengthen you. I believe it will prepare you for the breakthrough. And I believe you will give God a hug and he will give you a hug and an encounter in the presence that you've never had before. It's going to be so awesome. Worship Without Limits is also available there. And if you want powerful worship, get this book because I believe it'll strengthen your team. If you're a pastor, it'll strengthen you personally. And I believe that it's going to impact your life in a great way. This has been awesome today and we're coming to a close, but I want to tell you that wherever you go, you can shift the atmosphere.